Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acree and Oaklawn's Mutuals and Sportsbook Manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again, everyone. Justin Acree and Zach Gillum with you here on Oaklawn Game Day. Thanks for being with us. And, Zach, it's great to be with you. It's a big week coming up with New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and live racing all happening at Oaklawn, along with all the great wager opportunities with the NFL playoff races coming to fruition. And then also, we've got the great bowl games, including Arkansas finally happening in football and oh by the way we've also got a Razorback basketball game to touch on which is happening earlier than expected originally slated for eight o'clock moving it up to four o'clock on this Wednesday as we record this but lots of games that will go on Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday so we'll have plenty to get to even if you miss on that Arkansas conversation with the SEC opener for Mississippi State but Zach good to be with you again buddy I know there's a lot of anticipation in Hot Springs generally and Oakland specifically and certainly in the sports book very specifically when it comes to New Year's Eve weekend Absolutely. As you said, there's so much going on. I hope everyone had a happy holiday. We have New Year's Eve coming up. You have racing on New Year's Eve weekend, which is the first. Um, we have the event center, which is going to have a sold-out Purple Rain Show New Year's Day. We're going to have, um, obviously, the college football playoffs. You have New Year's Eve. You have the Arkansas Bowl game New Year's Day. So as you said, there's just so much going on, so much to go over, a lot to look forward to. Let's talk about some of the things happening this week then. So, again, live racing comes back on Friday, 12.30, first post, 11 o'clock on the gates. And, again, I like the way that there's been more consistency with that, easier to remember so people know what's going on. And we're going to be down there with our radio show on Friday previewing a lot of racing and a lot of the activities, but mostly, Zach, the Smarty Jones Stakes, which is coming up New Year's Day, the first points race for Kentucky Derby points, and a great collection of three-year-olds. I haven't seen the field yet. I don't even know if that's been drawn yet, but bottom line is you know there'll be a great collection of horses there, and, and many that we'll see, of course, run back in the other preps races that happen in Oklahoma through the season with the Rebel in the Southwest and, of course, the Arkansas Derby. Absolutely, and that race has drawn. It drew 14 horses, so a full field um, I have not checked out the uh, morning line, so I'm not sure who's favorite right now, but there are a plethora of horses that are going to be a lot of fun to watch and see as they go down their road towards the Kentucky Derby. Um, plethora. Uh, yes, nice. well, like you, you like that. Uh, on top of that, we are also going to be the place to come watch the Razorbacks New Year's Day. We're going to have options throughout the racing area, and we're going to have sports book. Um, we're going to have $3 beer specials throughout the facility. We're going to have a pig suey, which is a – uh, vod- uh, vodka cranberry, I believe. That's going to be three dollars as well. So there's going to be drink specials, Razorback game on. It, it is going to be a lot of fun. So as far as integrating, have you heard much as far as on the racing side? I'm sure there are a lot of people that will want to bet on what's happening with the races, watch those live, but also keep an eye on what's going on with the Razorbacks. Are there TVs on the? I guess on the racing side too. Absolutely. There are TVs pretty much in every section you go to. Um, we will have some specific areas that will. Um, just about every other TV will be between Oaklawn and the game. So up in the new sportsbook area, that's on the second floor. If you've not come to see us, it's just north of the sports tavern. Um, we are there at 11 a.m. We're actually going to open up a little early since the game kicks off at 11. We'll be there at 10.30 a.m. Um, that'll be a great place to come watch the game. There's a little uh, area that is sectioned off, has seats, has tables. It will be uh, a hot a hot place to be. So I, I recommend you get there quick. 
Okay, well, here is your little note. I got this from uh, my buddy Richard Davenport, the recruiting specialist for the Democrat Gazette, and he sent us a note last night and reminded us that this coming Saturday, Zach, not only do we have the Smarty Jones stakes, but also in the second race there is a horse named Bumper Pool that is running in that race. So that will be a ton of fun to uh, keep an eye on Bumper Pool both on the track and on the field. So there's your super tight connection between the football team and what's happening at the horse track on Saturday. Absolutely, and I believe I saw uh, the coach was presenting a trophy in the last couple weeks too, so this is a great place to come on down, and and there are definitely some uh, things that were overlap in terms of the Razorbacks and you know the, the racing product. No doubt about it. Okay, so also want to mention, uh, and I will be there myself, New Year's Day night. That's January 1 night. So, Zach, this is going to be all about pacing yourself because if you want to be around to ring in the new year, you got to take it a little bit easy, I would think, as far as your intake during the day on New Year's Eve on that Friday. And then Saturday, of course, kind of same thing because New Year's Day we're going to be watching games, having fun, celebrating, hopefully calling the hogs while watching the horses on Saturday and wagering over at the sports book. But then we've also got the big party uh, New Year's Day night, Purple Rain, the Prince tribute band that's going to be playing in the event center. So that'll be a great spot to kind of round out, I guess, your uh, New Year's Day night. And then, you know, we'll finish up the weekend with some Sunday racing as well. Yes, absolutely. As you said, um, this is going to be the place to be. So uh, whether you want to go all out early, pace yourself to take part of all of it, um, however you want to do it, I, I do recommend you be here and enjoy it with us. There's no question. Well, certainly it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and this will be, you know, we, we've talked about this. I mean, we were all kind of looking forward to the first time there was a Super Bowl where we could wager at Oakland. The first time there was March Madness. You know, we've gotten through those, but to have a New Year's situation with racing, I mean, it's going to be a remarkable weekend, and I am uh, so excited to be down there and be a part of it. So uh, let's get into some of our wagers for the week, and I want to touch on our miss last week, the Arizona Cardinals, huge disappointment. Zach, I mean, this is a team that was very much in control for a while and has really slipped and, and fallen on some hard times. They, a very depleted Colts team came in and beat them handily this uh, this holiday season, and so disappointing for Arizona. They fall again, and so we fell again to 6-12 and 12 now on the season on our pick, so been a rough year. I really felt good about that Cardinals game going in. They were about a point and a half, I think, favorite or so when they went off, and they lost outright to the Colts. So disappointment for that crew, and they got some work to do certainly down the stretch here to help position themselves, but a team we certainly expect to be in the playoffs, and you got three really good teams out of that NFC West that have a shot. No offense, Seahawks, who just lost again. Um, you know, But, again, a team that's also competitive in a very good division. So looking at the NFL futures now, Zach, let's look at the Super Bowl picks right now as we go into what is this week 16 so we've got just a couple of games left here but um you know it's kind of the, the more things change the more they stay the same right the teams that we expected before the season to be competitive you know chiefs gave you a lot of doubt early in the season but they have come on so strong packers have looked pretty solid throughout the buccaneers have had their stumbles but they dominated a and you know not a very talented carolina team this last weekend and now they're right back in the mix as far as one of your favorites yeah, looking at that, as you said, Chiefs back up at the top. Uh, after a slow start, they've been looking good lately. They're at plus 400. Packers at plus 425. You have the Buccaneers at 650, the Bills at 850, the L.A. Rams at 900, the Cowboys at 1,000, the Patriots have jumped up to 1,500 after that loss to the Bills, and the Titans are at 1,700. And, and it's let's hard, go to, into, hard to, yeah, hard yeah. to leave out the Colts. I mean, they've been playing so well. Colts are at plus 1,800. Cardinals are at 2,500. Let's talk about the um – NFC and the AFC too. Let's get into a little bit of that. Yeah, as far as the that, odds individually in the conferences. Yeah, 
Yeah, looking at that, the Chiefs are your favorite in the AFC. They're at plus 170. The Bills at plus 400. Patriots at 650. Titans at 700. And then you have the Colts at 800. Uh, the Bengals at 1200 for those that think they're still uh, chasing that championship. You have the NFC favorite as the Packers at plus 190. Buccaneers are at 300. The LA Rams at plus 450. And the Cowboys at 500. Okay, well, there you go. So, again, I think there's a lot of big-time opportunities there. You know, if you pick between – if you can just pick one of the top three, you know, you bet 100 each, Zach, on those top three picks. Or if you think maybe the Bills or Rams can sneak in there as a longer odd Super Bowl champ, buddy, there's money to be made. Again, you may, you won't make as much by betting, you know, multiple picks, but pick a couple teams you feel pretty good about and ride it. I mean, my goodness, you can really set yourself up. And it's pretty easy to imagine a Bucks chiefs Packs chief uh, Pack chiefs Super Bowl. I don't feel real great about anybody in the AFC right now, but I feel pretty good about the top couple in the NFC. So Packers and Bucks. I mean, I, I, you got to believe in the, the tested teams out of the NFC West, but I really like those two on top. And no offense to my Cowboys fans, you certainly got to consider them in your conversation as they continue to get healthy and more rounded out on the defensive side of things late here in the year. Against the spread, the Cowboys have been the the bar setter. 12-3 and three against the spread, and the Cowboys have been great from the very outset, and they've been at the top or near the top all year long as far as the best against the spread um, record. 12-3 and three now in the year, Zach. 80% cover rate for the Cowboys this year, and the aforementioned Green Bay Packers right behind them at 11-4, and four, 73% for Green Bay, and the Packers will have an opportunity to improve on that in a pretty big mismatch, I think, this week. Uh, how about this, Detroit? You know, a couple of surprising games for them this year. And, you know, again, Coach Campbell's done a nice job. 10-5 and five against the number, along with Indianapolis at 67% cover, if you round up from there just under that. Uh, Tennessee, Arizona, and New England all at 9-6, and six, so well above the uh, 50% mark. Worst of the league, Jacksonville. It's all bad news in, in Jaguar land. You lose your coach, you lose the games. I guess the good news is Trevor Lawrence hasn't gotten broken off yet, so that's there's your bit of uh, – Glass half full, Zach, I guess, if you want to, or maybe quarter full. At least you're not completely dry. 4-11 and 11 on the season against the number, followed by the Washington football team, although they've been competitive, 5-9-1 and one against the number. We mentioned Carolina getting smashed last week, 5-10. and 10. Jets are 5-10, and 10, and the Bears are 5-10, and 10, despite the performance against the Seahawks last weekend. So um, as far as number one seed, Zach, that's a, a prop bet that we've kept an eye on this year. You can still wager on who you think will be the number one, but you're going to have to lay a significant amount of money if you want to ride the favorites here at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at the AFC first, the K- Kansas City Chiefs are your favorite to be the number one seed. They're minus 286 currently. Titans second choice at plus 300. Then the Bengals at plus 2,000. Colts at plus 4,000. In the NFC, you have an even heavier favorite in the Packers. The Packers are at minus 560, followed up with the Cowboys at plus 500, Buccaneers at 2,000, and the Rams at 3,300. So let's delve into a little bit more here. I want to touch on one divisional race, and we've kept an eye on it for the last few weeks, Zach, that AFC North race, Cincinnati. My goodness. So Joe Burrow in the first meeting between these two, blowout win for Cincinnati, and we thought fluke, right? 416 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, it was a fluke because he was even better in the rematch. Uh, 525, so 416 looks like a pretty marginal day for him now. 41-21 over Baltimore. Whatever Cincinnati's got, you better bottle it up and drink a whole bunch of it. They lead the division now by a game over the Ravens. And how about Burrow with 741 yards in the two games versus Baltimore through the air? It's just remarkable. And, again, they're still the shortest odds to win their division because they're only up a game, Zach, but that's the most intriguing race. Really, the most of them have been decided. Of course, I know Tampa's clinched there with the, uh, the loss by the Saints to the Dolphins the other day. I think just about every division has been settled out for the most part. 
I guess maybe the NFC West still up in the air to some degree. But um, anyway, AFC North still intriguing here late in the season with two games to go. Yes, absolutely. As you said, Bengals are one game up, so that makes them your favorite. They are minus 240, followed up with the Ravens there at 500, Browns at 550, Steelers long shot at 1300. And I had to suffer from Burrow. He knocked me out of the uh, playoffs in fantasy, so hats off to him. Great game. Jeez, I know. It's like, do you buy him? And you have to. I mean, look, his rookie year, he was really good before he got injured. So I guess you got to think, uh, look, the guy's the real deal. So it's really silly to kind of dismiss that as a fluke. And, you know, Cincinnati's got some other good pieces, certainly. But, yeah, Burrow's play has given them a chance. It's amazing. And if they came back and won, I mean, look, you were thinking Ravens, I think, were the favorite going in. Cleveland was right there in the same breath. Cincinnati would have been probably the long shot starting the season out. But you knew they would have a shot to at least be competitive with the Steelers, who had some question marks going into the season. But, my goodness, this has been a remarkable ride for the Bengals, so kudos to them. Let's talk about games this week, Zach. And there's some interesting ones, some real significant mismatches. you got three or four that are 12 points or more as far as lines. Let's start with that one now. Bills bouncing back, looking more like the team we expected going in. A Falcons team that was very competitive, though, the last couple of weeks for no apparent reason. They're out of the mix in the south. But um, the Falcons going to Buffalo. And, look, when you're a dome team, this has got to be a miserable time of year to be in the great northeast. Absolutely, and you're going on the road as a two-touchdown dog. Right now you have the Bills favored by 14 points, total at 44.5. That was at 14.5, so that number actually uh, sliding towards the Falcons, so people believing that maybe the Bills aren't quite ready to take that sort of jump back to where they were early in the season and late last year, and uh, maybe the Falcons can get the job done with the points. A team I don't think will cover this week despite a huge line, the Jags. We talked about their poor coverage this year against the number. The Patriots have been pretty solid against the number this year. Patriots did not look so good last week, though. They gave it back to the Bills after beating them earlier in the season. Jags, though, certainly should be a mismatch coming from sunny Florida, again, going to the not-so-comfy confines of Foxborough. Yeah, and looking at this one, even a heavier favorite of the Patriots. Patriots minus 15.5, total in this game at 42. I like the Patriots by 17, frankly, so I don't really feel bad about that. I think Patriots bounce back pretty easily in that one. This is the game of the week. Who would have thought this this late year? Chiefs and Bengals, and you got another one with an AFC North team coming up next. We're going to talk about a second that is also a great matchup, but Chiefs-Bengals, I mean, you got the great quarterback matchup, the two teams uh, you know, vying for not only divisional titles, but Maybe a conference championship. I don't know. Is it too early to start talking about the Bengals as a competitor in the AFC? Maybe. But the Chiefs certainly are as the favorites there, and they will be a favorite on the road in Cincy. No easy task, and it should be a great environment this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Chiefs go on the road as the favorite. They're favored by five points. Total in this game is set at 50. Okay, again, that number was five and a half, so people believing in the Bengals a little bit more here. I mean, it's hard for me to think that Mahomes and those guys won't get the job done on the road, but... You know, every time I doubt Cincy, they find a way through. Ravens, we talked about it. Big step backwards last week, dominated by Cincinnati. Trying to bounce back at home against the Rams team that has designs on making a deep playoff run here. They've got the most dynamic receiver in the league with Cooper Cup, a potential to rewrite the record book. See if the Rams can keep it rolling this week. But, again, probably won't be as much fun. In uh, you got a lot of these teams that are warm-weather teams, Zach, playing in some cold-weather environments this weekend, and, and kind of the same deal here with Baltimore and L.A. Yeah, not only that, Rams traveling across the country, but they are favorite on the road. You have the Rams minus 3.5 total in this game at 46.5. Colts were so impressive last weekend in the win against Arizona. Carson Wentz, though, a COVID case, and so he is out this week, and we'll see who the Colts turn to. But 
things just got a little more interesting. We've talked about this a lot, though. You got to keep an eye on the COVID situation. It's cost uh, you know college football some bowl games. It's kept some guys out of play, and this week it'll be big as you know Carson Wentz is more of a manager than anything else. Although he's been pretty solid, but um, you know Raiders certainly have a much better shot this week with him not playing. Absolutely. This would have most likely been another double digit. Now with Wentz out, it is down. Colts minus six. Total in this game at 44.5. All right. Uh, Dolphins, impressive defensively against, let's admit, it's the fourth quarterback basically for the Saints. So it wasn't shocking that the Dolphins, who have won six straight games, started out, what, one and seven, Zach, and now they're seven and seven, eight and seven after the win. They've won seven in a row here. Amazing run. And uh, the Dolphins are very much in playoff contention. No team has ever done what they've done so far. We'll see if they can keep it rolling. But a tall order at the Titans. I love the total in this one, Zach, with these two defenses going at it. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. And uh, this number was a little higher on the total than I expected. But give me the the latest on Dolphins-Titans. Yeah, looking at this one, Titans favored by 3.5 points. Total is at 41. Oh, 41. So that's dropped 3.5 points. Okay, well, I don't like it as much as I did, but I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I could expect uh, something like a 21-10, 21-17. That'll still get us there, right, Zach? That'll still 38. get you there. Yeah, I like that under there for sure. Giants-Bears, and I haven't picked a total, I don't think, all year. Giants-Bears, a game that doesn't have a whole lot of cachet, but uh, an opportunity for you to make some money. Absolutely. This one, Bears, favored by a little less than a touchdown, minus 6.5. Total in this game at 38. All right, Eagles and the Washington football team. Looking at this one, Eagles will go on the road as a favorite. They are minus four total in this game at 46-and-a-half. Uh, here's a game like you got to like, too. Jets not very good at covering the number, although a good game for them, a good win for them, rather, last weekend. Buccaneers rolling into the playoffs. The thing is, though, they've already clinched the division. How motivated are they this week in New York? I think enough to win, but is it enough? Again, another warm weather, cold weather combo. Uh, is it enough to win by... A couple of touchdowns, which is what they'd have to do to cover the number. Yeah, this one is currently sitting Tampa Bay minus 13.5, total at 46. All right. Here's a situation where a cold-weather team, Denver, gets to go to a warmer-weather team, the Chargers. Broncos on the road, and an interesting game. Chargers have been one of the great disappointments here the last few weeks. Absolutely. Looking at this one, Chargers favored by 5.5 at home, total in this game at 45. All right, Texans, uh, San Francisco. Okay. Uh, San Fran, obviously, very much in the mix in the NFC West. Yes, and I think we'll see Trey Lance this week for the 49ers. So you have them favored currently by 12 points, total at 44. Let's look at the updated standings out there, too. I keep alluding to it. Rams 11-4, and four, Cardinals 10-5. and five. Niners need this game very much so to stay in the thick of things in the playoff race because you've got the Eagles at 8-7 and seven over in the uh, East. And the Vikings are still hanging around at 7-8 and eight in the north, although I don't expect them to get there. And I don't really think anybody in the south is going to make it. So uh, it certainly would be a big step forward for the Niners to win. They need it. And the Eagles will have a good shot against Washington this week as well. So we'll see what happens there. But certainly some spots up for grabs. And uh, San Fran, boy, you fall on your face in this game. You don't deserve to go to the postseason. Cards need a bounce-back game, but trying to go to Dallas and do it is not the way. We'll see what's going on. I don't know, Zach. I'm a little shocked at what's happened with the Cardinals. I kind of like the Cowboys, though. they got to go a little bit here. You know, the Cardinals seem like they're a little confused. I was really shocked at the outcome last week, and you got to go on the road this week. I mean, to me, you got to love Dallas this week at home. Yeah, looking at this one, uh, they're expecting quite a few points to be scored, and with these two teams, no surprise. The Cowboys are currently favored by 5.5 points, total set at 52. All right, Panthers-Saints, again, 
but an opportunity to make money, Zach. Very low scoring total here. Nobody's expecting much from either offense. No, looking at this one, Saints favored at home by a touchdown, minus seven, total at 38. And then last but least, Lions-Seahawks. Cold weather, I don't know. Uh, This is the lack of motivation game, I would assume, but the Lions have gotten up for just about every week. Yes, and the Seahawks having the disappointing season. They are favored by a touchdown at home over the Lions. Total in this game at 42-and-a-half. All right, Sunday night, Vikings-Packers. We talked about Green Bay. They got it rolling. Vikings are still an outside shot to make the playoffs if they win-win and get to 9-8. and eight. I guess they'd be in very much in the conversation. Packers, though, can end their dreams, and the Packers obviously trying to make sure nothing happens as far as home field advantage goes, and this would be a big step backwards. They need it. Uh, you got to like the pack at home, although the Vikings always give them fits, it seems like. Uh, but I expect Aaron Rodgers to play real well, and I expect them to run the ball well, and I expect them to win the game. Although that's six and a half, if that's what it is, still Zach makes me a little nervous. Correct. That is still the not, the the number right now. You have Packers favored by six and a half points total in this game at forty seven and a half. Okay, and then the Browns and Steelers is your Monday night game. By the way, no Thursday games anymore. We're done with that, so moving on. Everybody's playing uh, later in the week now, and the Browns are in last place, Zach, in the AFC North, and yet still a shot. Two losses in a row have not helped their case at all. And they are not very good on the road this year, 2-5. and five. But, Zach, you got to be able to go to Pittsburgh and win, I would think. Steelers are just ahead of them at 7-7-1 seven, seven, and one versus 7-8 Browns. But, again, the Browns team, they can win two and get to the playoffs, I would think, or at least be in the conversation. It's certainly a lot more parity in the AFC side. I mean, you got 9-6 and six Patriots, 8-7 and seven Dolphins, 8-7 and seven Chargers, 8-7 and seven Raiders, 7-8 seven and eight Broncos, 8-7 and seven Ravens, 7-7-1 seven, seven, Steelers. The Browns are 7-8. and eight. Colts are 9-6 and six in second place behind the Titans. I mean, there are so many teams this last couple weeks that will have a shot to get there. It's going to be tiebreaker heaven, Zach. I'm glad I don't have to figure it out. Well, and to your point, I mean, the NFC, you have three of the divisions that have been clinched, and then from the division that's not clinched, two, two of the teams you know are making the playoffs. AFC, you only have one division clinched, so everything else is still up for grabs. Um, looking at the game in particular, Browns are favored by a field goal, minus three on the road at the Steelers. Total in this game at 41, and it might interest you. I did find the odds for the Bengals. Uh, this was back on August 31st to win the AFC South. Bengals were plus 2,200, longest shot on the board. Wow. Woo. To win the AFC North? That was just, yes, to win the AFC North. Okay, that's amazing. There's your picks for um, the NFL coming up this weekend and Monday night, and so we will move on now to college football. And, of course, Arkansas's bowl game, Zach, we've been talking about it for weeks, finally on the board for a chance to win this week. And, of course, I'm sure people have been wagering on it. This is one that's been all over the place, though, right, Zach? I mean, you've seen a lot of movement with the Arkansas game because of opt-outs from Arkansas early. Trey Williams was out. Uh, Traylon Burks is going to get ready for the NFL. And then Penn State had their top two tacklers go out early. And then we were all like, well, man, I sure hope Dotson, their star-wide receiver, steps away. Well, he did, and he's not the only one. They've got other players who have gone away to the point where Arkansas was catching about a field goal, and now Arkansas has moved into the role of favorite, although, according to ESPN, Penn State still has a 59% chance to win the game, so keep that in mind. And, oh, by the way, the SEC is also 0-4 out of the gate, so not a very strong showing for the league. doesn't bode well for Arkansas, but this game is an individual matchup, and it doesn't really have anything to do with what the rest of the league has done. But uh, still currently Arkansas barely a favorite, Zach, at the Oakland Race and Sportsbook? That is correct. After all the Penn State news, you, as you said, um, Arkansas is the favorite. They are minus one. Total in this game is at 47 and a half. 
Okay, so we talked about Arkansas. That is obviously the Outback Bowl. That is an early start, 11 o'clock. What's game day look like, Zach? Tell me about New Year's Day. What You mentioned an early start. What are we looking at as far as, uh, I guess, kiosks are 24-7, so got to keep that in mind. But as far as windows on Saturday with all the bowl games, I think there's one that starts at 10 o'clock, actually, Central, the one in, uh, I think that's the, or maybe that's New Year's Eve. I think that's the other, that was the backup option for Arkansas in what, uh, maybe the Gator Bowl or something. But anyway, as far yeah, as what's yeah. the schedule on Friday, Saturday? Yeah, you're right. Rutgers Wake Forest is at 10 a.m. on Friday. Um, looking at that, so our schedule this weekend is going to be on Friday. We're going to be there at 10 a.m. at the counter. We'll be there until 10 p.m. Um, so we'll be there through the uh, semifinal for the college football playoffs. Uh, we'll be there through that. You'll be able to get your Arkansas wagers in that night. Then we'll be back the next morning. We'll be back about 9.30 in the morning with game being at 11. That is for the casino sportsbook. For the racing sportsbook, it will open about 10.30 in the morning. So the gates will open 30 minutes earlier than you're accustomed to so we can let people get over there, get situated, get some bets in, get ready for the game. Um, the kiosk, as you mentioned, are 24-7. So that, that you know, you, you'll always be able to come and get a bet in if you're looking to do that. But if you're looking to bet with a person, we are here um, from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on New Year's Eve, and we will be here from 9.30 to 8 p.m. on New Year's Day. All right. Well, look, the kiosks are user-friendly, and somebody can help you there, too. There's usually somebody hanging around. And I've seen patrons helping patrons, too, Zach. So I've seen people that weren't real comfortable with the kiosk and people behind them in line, maybe for the benefit of trying to get up there, but uh, also being able to help others. So, again, they're pretty user-friendly once you have been on them a couple of times. So, um, you know, again, get there earlier than you need to so you can kind of work through it. Plus, you know, you might see something that interests you that you didn't even know about. National championship odds, Zach, because, again, it's time to talk about that, too, with the New Year's Eve matchups alabama georgia michigan cincy in that order what are our current numbers as far as odds to win the title looking at this one odds have not moved much you have alabama as your top choice plus 115 followed by georgia at plus 140 michigan is at 700 and cincinnati at plus 1700 okay so since he's come down to 1700 from 2000 and michigan has moved up to 700 from about 650 fcs championship isn't until january 8th and so we'll have another show before that but those odds are on the board, too, with Montana State about a touchdown or seven-and-a-half, I guess, point underdog against North Dakota State. So a couple of really good programs going at it. Um, national championship games, Zach, let's talk about the specific matchups, those playoff games. Cincinnati, Alabama, the Crimson Tide had the audacity to play it up as a underdog. Yes, I'm making air quotes this week against Cincinnati, but uh, Cincinnati's still a huge underdog in this game. Correct. Looking at this one, Bama favored by 13 points. Total in this game is at 57-and-a-half. All right, a little faith in Cincy because it was 14.5 then 14, now 13. So uh, Alabama getting less love. Maybe they are an underdog. I don't know. Georgia, Michigan, still Bulldogs, but uh, a lot of people liking Michigan potentially on the money line. Absolutely. Looking at this one, Georgia still favored by 7.5 points, total at 44.5. Okay, let's uh, move on to the games coming up later on this Wednesday. Clemson, ISU, and the Cheez-It Bowl. And uh, this has gotten down to close to a pick. And what are we at currently? We are currently at Clemson minus 2, total at 44. All right, and then Oregon, Oklahoma, two teams that have coaches that have moved on. Not sure what to expect here, but the Ducks a dog in the Alamo Bowl. Correct, yeah, and I don't know if that has me more intrigued in this one or not. I think it does, having uh, the coaches leave the program. So you have Oklahoma favored by a little less than a touchdown, minus 6.5, and, and the total at 60.5. And okay, coming up on Thursday, you got the Battle of the Carolinas, South Carolina, North Carolina, SEC trying to save a little face, um, and the Gamecocks a big dog against the Tar Heels. Yeah, looking at this one, North Carolina favored by almost double digits, minus 9.5, total at 58. And then Tennessee, a favorite against Purdue, so a chance again for the SEC to get a win. 
Yes, and we need it. Uh, Tennessee currently favored by six points, total at 65. Pitt-Michigan State's an interesting game. Low-scoring affair, I would expect. A couple of really good defenses there. Arizona State-Wisconsin, we're running out of time, Zach, so let's move on to New Year's Eve. The other games of the day, we talked about the semifinals. you got to substitute Rutgers in for Wake Forest, and that line's pretty significant, right, with Wake Forest's high-scoring offense Correct. and the, the uh, late ad by Rutgers. Yes, you have Wake Forest minus 14.5, total at 62.5. Also, Central Michigan-Washington State in a game we didn't anticipate. On New Year's Day, other games, including Arkansas, we talked about the opt-outs. The over-under, Zach, was set at what for Arkansas-Penn State? 47-and-a-half. Okay. Like, uh, man, boy, it's hard to figure with, again, defensive stars out, offensive guys out. I mean, it's going to take a very astute wagerer to figure it out, but uh, I certainly wish you lots of luck on that one. Kentucky-Iowa, another intriguing Big Ten SEC matchup. Yeah, looking at this one, Kentucky favored by a field goal, minus three total at 44-and-a-half. And Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. No offense to our uh, Catholic brethren. I love Oklahoma State here. What's the line? I do, too. Notre Dame, minus two-and-a-half as your favorite, total at 45-and-a-half. What is the money line for the Cowboys? Cowboys are at plus 114. Okay. Well, I take the, I guess I take the points, but uh, certainly like Oklahoma State there. This is one of the best games. These last two are really good games, actually. Utah, Ohio State, Baylor, Ole Miss. Give me the lines on those. So Ohio State is favored by five points, total at 64-and-a-half over Utah, and you have Ole Miss favored by one-and-a-half points over Baylor, total at 55. Okay, real quick, Wednesday uh, afternoon again, Arkansas, Mississippi State, SEC opener, Arkansas three-and-a-half point underdog, right, Zach? They're that is correct. points at home? Yeah, they catching are. points in Fayetteville. Uh, other games quickly, we've got UCA on the road against Texas A&M, nearly a 26-point road dog, and that'll be the final non-conference game for A&M, I believe. And Central Arkansas has got one more game at home before they jump into A-Sun play for the first time. But you got some other ranked teams in the SEC playing. Uh, number 16, LSU. Number 11, Auburn. Auburn's 11-1 on the year. LSU hadn't lost yet. Yeah, looking at this one, Auburn currently favored by four points, total set at 142. Kentucky, number 18, 9-2, a huge favorite by 20 over Missouri, a team that's 6-6 six and, six and has lost to the likes of UMKC, lost at Liberty by 20, been blown out by Kansas at Kansas by 37, and most recently lost to Illinois by 25. This is not a great Missouri team by any stretch of the imagination. No, and it's dropped a hook. You have Kentucky currently favored by 19.5 points, total at 140.5. Okay, and then Tennessee, I love uh, Kentucky, by the way. Tennessee, Alabama. Looking at that, Bama favored by three points total at 147.5. And And one thing to note, from what I'm seeing, it looks like Arkansas is on the road at Mississippi State. Okay, sorry about that. That makes more sense as far as the line goes, Zach. Thank you for correcting that. All right, we got to go with our lock of the week. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. And I'll tell you what, I uh, it was a late ad. I like the Oklahoma State game a lot. I also was looking at Jags and Pats, and I think the Patriots will roll. Um, so a really toss-up between those two. But I'm going to go with the Patriots at home, and I think their defense will rule the day and hold the Jags down. They win by 17. So our lock of the week this week, the Patriots, but keep an eye on that Oklahoma State game. I love the under as well, even though it's dropped a bit. Dolphins-Titans, if you could have gotten it at 44.5 or 43.5, I saw that. Would have loved that. So that's going to do it. We're just about out of time, and we will join you again next week here and we'll recap all this for you and look ahead to the final games we'll look forward to the championship and uh we'll get some other interesting games of note and obviously we'll be in the thick of things with college basketball but i uh, want to wish everybody a happy safe new year look forward to seeing you down in hot springs at oakland coming up all through the weekend with all the different activities and we appreciate you tuning in once again to oakland game day good luck everybody